Hi everyone, this is Dave Wright and welcome to the Player Development Project podcast. This week, instead of a regular q and I'm joined by a special guest. Mike Dodds is the lead youth development phase coach at Birmingham City Football Club Academy. And he's going to sit down with me for a quick Q&A to discuss an exciting new event that the Birmingham City Academy staff are working on called the Learning Tribe Conference 2019. And this event's coming up really shortly on May 13th. Player Development Project is pleased to be the official content partner of the event, building on our existing relationship with Birmingham City as one of our founding partner clubs in the PDP club membership program. Head over to the Birmingham City FC Academy Twitter page for more information if you're based in the UK and are keen to attend the event. There were a few tickets remaining earlier this week, so if you do want to go, check it out for more information. So with that said, let's head over to the discussion with Mike. And don't forget, as always, you can go to playerdevelopmentproject.com to sign up to our progressive coaching community and access all content. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Player Development Project Q&A. And in this particular edition of our Q&A discussions, I'm delighted to be joined by a special guest from Birmingham City Football Club, Mike Dodds. Mike, how are you? Very good, my friend. Yourself? Yeah, good, good. Looking forward to this uh, this conversation. We've got some exciting things to cover. Um, before we talk about what we're going to go into today, can you give us a little bit of a background uh, in your role as lead youth development phase coach at Birmingham City Academy? Yeah, I can. Um, I mean, it would be very similar to, to most roles up and down the country uh, within the UK in terms of overseeing the schoolboy phase from 12 to 16s, which would be traditionally secondary school boys. Um, in terms of day-to-day stuff, I predominantly coach the under 15s and 16s group. Mm-hmm. Um, we split our schoolboy phases up into cells. So we have a nines and tens group, 11s and 12s group. 13s and 14s group, 15s, 16s group. So kind of the top end of that schoolboy phase is my kind of main roles and responsibilities as well as supporting um, the staff in the kind of 13s and 14s. So, so in terms of um, day-to-day job, it would be, it would look, I would think, no different to, to most lead youth development coaches up and down the country. Yeah, look, it's it's a, it's a really interesting age group to work with. What do you find are some of the, the best challenges or the most enjoyable aspects of working with the ages that you do? Um, good question. Uh, I think the, the, the first challenge that comes to mind is obviously 15, 16s is um, GCSE years. Mm. Um, so it's trying to get a balance between uh, the player and the pressures they're under and the fact that you are trying to prepare them for full-time football because obviously, you know, the the ultimate aim for the boys in that cell or that phase is to obviously obtain a scholarship and come full-time sure. uh, with the football club. So um, having a real balance between um, what the football club are trying to do and actually what is going on in the lives of those young people, I think would probably be the, the first thing that comes to mind. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate because there's a lot of fantastic work that goes on prior to those boys coming in with me. So um, I see my role really to kind of piece in all the, the pieces of the jigsaw together, which um, the staff have already laid some fantastic foundations for those players. So I'm also very fortunate that there's some fantastic work that goes on before those boys get to me. So um, I almost, I'm very lucky because I, I, um, I won't say I get the end product because they're still developing, but mm. I get, you know, the back end of the schoolboy program. I get 
all those years worth of uh, work, you know, blood, sweat, and tears yeah. from the staff that have the staff that have worked with them previously. You know, I I'm almost just kind of polishing a little bit. So yeah, um, I would say the main one would be that balance between the education side. You know, some real pressure pressurized years for them and and trying to make you know make sure they're ready to come into full time football mm. post sixteen. I would say that would be the kind of main role and responsibility of my. Um, my job here at the football club. Yeah, really interesting. It's certainly a, a, a you know an area that we've covered a lot through Player Development Project. We recently recorded a podcast uh, Q and A around you know seven tips to successfully coach teenagers, and that was one of the areas we talked about a lot was the education side. If you were to sort of just almost withdraw a little bit from the academy scene and were to pass on some practical advice to coaches, perhaps working in grassroots or community settings with that kind of age group. Outside of the education piece, what, what would be the sort of other bits of advice that you would give uh, as key considerations for coaches working in that age group? Wow. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind would, would be it, it would all depend on the person in front of you. That, sure. would, that, would be the, that would be the very first thing that comes to mind. I mean, some of the things just based on my experience would be as a coach, don't take yourself too seriously, I think is is um, a big thing that, that I would say to a lot of coaches, you know, you are not the be all and end all. There's a, you are a very small cog in a very big wheel. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure there's some kind of humility to the way you work, you know, an understanding of uh, the people around you, not just obviously the players, but, you know, parents and everyone that's in those young kids' lives. I think having the humility to understand that, there's a lot of things going on that we probably um, we we may not be aware of. Mm. So having a real humility to to the way you work, mm. um, don't take yourself too seriously. Try and understand the person that is in front of you, or try and understand the stuff that is going on in their world. Um, uh, again, have the humility to allow people in to. I don't like using the words criticize you, but to, to give you feedback with yeah. all the blind spots. Um, I think it's important to allow, whether it be auntie, uncle, nan, granddad, whoever, to, to give you some feedback on, on what is going on. Mm. Um, I think it's having an understanding that we all have blind spots yeah. um, and we do miss, we do miss things. Um not through best intentions, just where where we are as humans. So um, uh, I don't know whether that's a little bit too vague. No, I think it's a fantastic it's a point around around the idea that we have to we have to take that sort of learner's mindset and be self aware and be open to learning. And you know, having spoken with Christian, who obviously runs the program up there at Birmingham City, he spoke a lot about trust and the openness of the environment. I'm sure that's sort of a, a critical part of your day today, working with guys like Christian and Stu English. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we we have a phrase: "Do you live and breathe it?" So yeah. the words that come out of our mouths of adults, you know, you know, does that does that replicate in our day to day work? So we would be like every academy up and down the country across the world. You know, we would be very demanding of our players, um, but we got to live and breathe those words. Are we demanding of ourselves? Mm. Um, you know, we would want the players to have fun and enjoy coming into the academy do we replicate that staff do we enjoy our jobs do we enjoy uh, uh learning and getting better so i think it's uh, i don't know if this is the right phrase it's almost having a mirror 
Mm. So whatever we're imposing on children, we've got to um, ensure that we are, as I said, living and breathing it as as staff. Um, and it comes back to that humility thing. Have we got the humility to go, you know what, we've got that wrong. Mm. You know, um, you know, we talk about, you know, um, what happens if we get it wrong? So mm. we always look at it from that point of view. So, um yeah, it's, it's, listen, it's as I've got older and, and as I've matured as a person, as a coach, I think you take a lot more of a relaxed view on player development because you realise there isn't a copy and paste model that works for everyone. So mm. it's always a very, very difficult. I'm not trying to shirk the questions, you know, by all <laughs> means, but 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 it's it's you know I've worked with hundreds of kids and you, you can't you can't say that this is this is what works. It just mm. doesn't work that way. It just yeah. really doesn't work that way. Yeah, it comes back um, to knowing your players. Couldn't agree more. Well, look, um, Mike, obviously the reason we've got you on the call is, you, is you've been working on a pretty exciting project up there at uh, Birmingham City Academy with a number of the staff. And uh, player development projects, absolutely delighted to be supporting you guys in the capacity of a of content partner and, and uh, really buzzing for you guys about this event. It's called the Learning Tribes Conference 2019. It's coming up on May the 13th. Can you give us a little bit of insight as to how this event came about and, and what the aims of it are? Um, quite simply, it came about from stealing an idea from Rusty, who I know has been uh, done some work with you, Russell Earnshaw. And listen, I, I don't apologise for the fact that I am stealing it um, because really we, we're all the best versions of someone else and we've, we've all stole different ideas so uh yeah about 12 months ago i was invited to an rfu event which uh rusty hosted i came away from the event um in layman's terms buzzing uh, yeah. um, just in terms of not in terms of anything they didn't, it wasn't anything that was you know revolutionary or different it was just a day of sharing from people from different domains and the biggest thing I took from the day is why why does football not do this? Um, so I set myself a challenge and said, I'm going to do one. I'm going to do a similar event in football. Um, now, I think the plan originally was to do it before Christmas. And like all of us, we're busy and we have a lot of things going on. Um, so I set myself a challenge in the new year to make sure that I ran an event like this uh before we broke up in the summer and thankfully i've got some fantastic people around me yeah. um in terms of the staff uh that are incredibly supportive you know i spoke with rusty about it in terms of how did you run the day and stole some ideas um and we've also looked at obviously putting our own spin on it so in a nutshell i went to a, an event with the, with the rfu about 12 months ago where he had four tribes um around london um, coaches, professionals, different people from uh, different walks of life met up, discussed the topic. Their topic was on transition. So transition from kind of youth to, to uh, professional sport. Um, and then they finished off at Twickenham. Now, obviously, uh, I can't do it on that scale. You know, I'm not, <laughs> a, a, I'm not a, a, an events organiser or anything like that. But what we have to try to do is do our own version of it around Birmingham. So we've got some, some real cool... Um, venues around the city. We've got the stadium booked. You know, we've got almost between seventy and eighty people booked on the on the day. Um, so it's going to be a super cool. It's going to be a super cool day with some real op open-minded um, people coming to share. 
Excellent. I mean, look, I think from our perspective, you should be congratulated on on this fantastic initiative. Whether you've taken the idea from uh, inspiration through Russell or anyone else, it's it's a fantastic initiative. And I think the value in learning through conversations and that sort of informal approach and, you know, the concept of different tribes going about doing different activities and sharing ideas through the day definitely aligns with the kind of messages we love to promote. So congratulations on it. Is there somewhere in particular that people can go to find out about it? I know there's only a, a week or so to go uh, and you did have a few tickets available when we spoke last week, but is there somewhere you can point people in the direction of? Yeah, I mean, it were, in in the nicest possible way, it would just be to contact myself. We're, we're very keen to not to not bite off more than we can chew. Mm. Um, and you know, we've we've probably allocated probably about eighty tickets, and we're very close to that point. But there are a few tickets left, so it would just be contacting myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we'd be more than than happy to to provide a ticket. Um, as I said, we are we are getting very close to our quota. As I said, we didn't want it we didn't want it to get get out of control and we want it to be a manageable day mm. um so unfortunately we've had to limit the tickets but i mean the response in terms of people wanting to attend the day you know fills you know fills your heart with warmth that there, yeah. there are people out there that there are people out there that really value the same things as what we would do at our football club in terms of sharing wanting to get better um and you know being open-minded i think yeah. you know, i use that phrase a lot being open-minded yeah, really good. And um, just you talked about the different tribes. The last question I have for you on the event is, what are some of the themes that you're trying to focus in on through these conversations and throughout the day that's going to be happening? Yeah, so I mean, I, I semi-alluded to it earlier in our conversation. So we use the phrase, do you live and breathe it? So what we wanted the day to, to, to focus around was players that think like coaches and coaches that think like players. Um, now, uh, if if us as coaches could wind back to when we were 12, 13, 14, 15, with the knowledge that we have now, we would have been better players. So um, it's trying to get players almost that are mini coaches that can problem solve, that can Mm. see, you know, issues within the game. Um, And then on the flip side of that, it's, it's trying to get the coaches to understand modern day child you know I think that's our biggest challenge and it's certainly one of my biggest challenges to keep yourself current um so we just thought it was a very thought-provoking topic um it was a topic that we thought would create a lot of discussion we want it we want each each tribe and each venue to have its own you know unique uh, view on what that looks like um we want the day to run wherever the day goes, but we also wanted to have strap line to the day. So the strap line to the day is players that think like coaches and coaches that think like players, mm. um, which I'm hoping for everyone that's attending would be a, a, a cool topic to discuss. Yeah, it certainly does stimulate thought. And, and, and again, you know, it's, I think it could be interpreted in so many different ways, which means that, you know, it will make for great conversation. So, Mike, again, congratulations on the event. We're delighted to be alongside you uh, and supporting the club in this initiative. We think it's a fantastic idea. So well done. And and look, just to throw a a little grenade at you and a question we love to ask all of our guests uh, who come on for a chat, usually in the masterclasses or in Q&As, what do you believe are the key characteristics of an effective coach? Wow. Okay. That is a grenade. That's a grenade and a half. (laughs) Um, It's... 
I always find these questions interesting because if you asked me five years ago, I would have give, probably give you a, an answer that would be different to now and I'd probably give you a different answer in five years' time. So mm. it would be interesting uh, to look back in this in a few years and probably cringe at myself. But um, <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing is, is I, I've used it earlier in our conversation, a real humility uh, to the way you work. Um, you know, I've been coaching over a decade and that's not, you know, that for me that should be celebrated what 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 i'm trying to make with that point is the more i've researched and the more you speak to different people from different worlds the more you realize how complex it is and how hard it is mm. um and it's almost having the humility to to recognize that you're almost playing the the infinite game um there's no there's no ceiling to to what we're all trying to achieve which is not letting a young child down yeah um so i I use that phrase having a real humility to you know we haven't got the golden ticket if we did we'd be we'd be millionaires you know (laughs) we don't know what the future looks like um the older we all get the further we're getting away from a generation that doesn't replicate our generation so we've got a we've got to have the humility to recognize that they they are different um and they're going to continue to be different um i think that would be my my real golden nugget it would be have a humility to recognize that it's big (laughs) it's 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 um it's uh it's a monster of a task to say you know you are a top developer i yeah. mean it's a, it's it's a great question it's a great question yeah it's um, certainly it's certainly food for thought and i think i think acknowledging the complexity and the you know uh, the challenge that goes with, with working and developing people i think that's a really nice way to summarize it so some great points there mike i want to thank you for your time today i want to wish you all the all the best so thanks for coming on and wish you all the best with the event next week thanks dave really appreciate your time Excellent. We'll talk soon and we will look forward to another Player Development Project Q&A very soon. Thanks for joining us on the Player Development Project podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PlayerDP or find us on Facebook. Don't forget to head over to playerdevelopmentproject.com where you can sign up to our progressive coaching community and gain access to our wide variety of resources to help you in your coaching.